It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week we're doing something a little different. Uh, We're still going to talk about things to do, but we're kind of going at it uh, in a different way. Joining me this week is AJC reporter Amanda Coyne. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Um, So you cover Gwinnett County quite a bit, right? Yes, I've been covering Gwinnett for more than two years. Yeah, so what we're going to talk about today has something to do with an upcoming vote that's taking place in Gwinnett, right? Yes, on March 19th, there is a referendum in Gwinnett County um, to determine whether they will partner with MARTA and expand public transportation in the county. And that'll include everything from more local bus routes to a MARTA station connecting the Gold Line to Norcross. Ah, yeah, cool. So that, that really does open up Gwinnett in many ways to easy access for a lot of people. Yes, it would expand the the public transportation option significantly. Um, While there's only going to be one rail stop and that's going to be active in 12 to 15 years, according to consultants, there'll be a huge expansion of um, local bus routes and they'll also add bus rapid transit and rapid bus, which are both um, different types of buses that either have dedicated lanes or ways to make um, the buses kind of avoid traffic by getting ahead of uh, turn lanes and things like that. Right. So, and that would happen probably much quicker, I would imagine, right? Yes. The first bus rapid transit um, and rapid bus systems are expected within five to 10 years and an expanded local bus system will, you know, will start within five years. Oh, okay, cool. So in light of that, we thought about talking about things that you can do in Gwinnett, and this is going to make it easier if this passes, assuming it passes, this would make it easier for folks to get around in Gwinnett and get to these uh, expanding options of things to do around Gwinnett. Yeah, uh, and I think a great example is, um, you know, last year the Killers came to the Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, right. and I've loved that band since I was, like, in high school. Yeah. My boyfriend is a big fan of them as well. And it was a Sunday afternoon. Um, we had just had just had some visitors for the weekend, and they left. And we're like, oh, we, there's some tickets on StubHub. You know, maybe we should go. We live in, in Midtown Atlanta. Right. But we thought, you know what? It's such a drive up there. The parking's going to be insane. Getting out of there is going to be insane. It's yep. too much of a hassle. Um, and if, if there had been an option, say, to take the train, 
train or take a bus, we might have made a different decision. Right. Yeah, yeah. This, and, and that's just one of many things that there are to do. I mean, the Infinite Energy Center has, has brought so many bands into town. And, I mean, there are bands who will actually play downtown and play at the Infinite Energy Arena as well. So, I mean, it's it gives you both options, but a lot of times that's the only option. So you have to go out there, and there's tons of parking out there, but still getting in and out can be quite a hassle. Yeah, and um, the Infinite Energy Center um, in the long-term plans will become one of the hubs for transit in Gwinnett County because there is so much going on there in addition to concerts. Um, and so when you look at, at Duluth and the Infinite Energy Center, um, it'll have its own dedicated transportation stop. Um, yeah. Within about five to ten years, bus rapid transit and local bus routes will be going uh, to and from the Infinite Energy Center all day, right. uh, every day of the week, um, making it a lot easier for people who can connect to those buses, mostly within the county at that time frame, but make it much easier for people to get to and from the Infinite Energy Center. And within 10 to 30 years, those buses and bus rapid transit routes that go to the Infinite Energy Center will connect to that hub in Norcross, uh, which will connect to the Gold Line. So you could take MARTA from any stop on the Gold Line up to Norcross, get on a bus or a bus rapid transit route, and end up at the Infinite Energy Center. Cool. And the Infinite Energy Center just doesn't just have concerts either. There also, there's also a lot of conventions that happen there. Um, there is the uh, Hudgens, the Visual Arts uh, Center there. Um, so yeah, there's lots of things going on, and and lots of local small uh, dance troops and things do do recitals there. So it, it really covers the gamut from like the hugest concert down to. You know, little local things that are happening. Yeah, and you also have things like the Atlanta Gladiators and Gwinnett yep. High School graduations that happen there every year. You know, right. if you're if you're a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle, and your your niece or nephew or a grandchild is graduating from a Gwinnett County Public School, you live in downtown Atlanta. How how easy would it be to hop on a train and get to their graduation right. instead of fighting all the crowds? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's in Duluth, and there's other things going on in Duluth too, all the time. I know in the summer they have. Uh, outdoor events uh, on the town green there. Uh, they have concerts and things like that. I think they do movies as well. Um, so there's tons of things to do. Yeah, there's a really wide variety of things to do, um, especially in downtown Duluth in the warmer months. They have um, uh, food truck Tuesdays um, yeah. where people come and there's events for kids. Um, and also downtown Duluth is full of great restaurants. Old Fourth Ward Pizza moved from the Old Fourth Ward to downtown yeah. Duluth. And it's just a really um, gorgeous place to be. The town center, uh, the town center park is a beautiful place to be when the weather is nice with a big fountain. Um, it's just a great place to go and relax. I know when I have to cover elections up there, I make Town Center Duluth my uh, midday stop so I can get yeah. a slice of pizza and hang out in the park for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, um, and other places, you mentioned Norcross, uh, which will be where the hub is, um, and that's a really great little downtown as well. Yeah, it's another downtown with um, with gorgeous um, architecture and a great mm-hmm. park. Um, there are great restaurants around yep. there. Um, there is also um, live music in the summer, a splash pad for, for the kids. Um, and they also have the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross, uh, where some some recognizable names uh, will regularly come and perform. Right, right. Yeah, this, it's a great little downtown. I love some mm-hmm. of the restaurants there. I love the little Taste of Britain shop that's there. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, there's lots of great things there. And uh, where else? There's Lawrenceville, which it'll be easier to get to Lawrenceville as well. And Lawrenceville in particular has uh, Aurora Theater, 
which does some really great stuff. Yeah, the Aurora Theater puts on um, a really great variety of performances, you know, musicals, straight plays. Uh, they have some improv, improv comedy on, on a regular basis. Um, and Lawrenceville is really working on making the downtown that surrounds the Aurora Theater really walkable and pedestrian friendly. Right. And they're actually redeveloping that theater into a bigger performing arts center. Yeah. So in you know, in the same time frame that they would have expanded transportation, they'd also have a lot more going on at the Aurora Theater. Um, and, and so when you look at Lawrenceville, um, in, in, in that same five to 10 year time frame that you would have bus rapid transit to the Infinite Energy Center, you'd also have bus rapid transit to Sugarloaf Mills, which is a big shopping destination. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and also the existing bus routes, which do go to downtown Lawrenceville, will remain in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so there won't be any kind of cutoff of, of uh, accessibility if you're already right. using those routes. But um, when you expand the overall transit system, those routes will connect to more um, places and, and more people. Right. Uh, and when you look at Lawrenceville within the 10 to 30 year time frame, you'll have three uh, bus rapid transit stops. And bus rapid transit, if I haven't mentioned it, is kind of like a light rail. It has a dedicated lane. Um, it has a few designated stops. It's it's like a train, but but not a train. It's kind of yeah. like a train on wheels, on a train, right. a train on the street. It doesn't have uh, to deal with the same traffic that everyone else deals with. Yeah, it'll be much more reliable than, say, the MARTA bus in downtown Atlanta that gets right. caught in traffic. Right. Um, so, and those those stops that you'll have in 10 to 30 years um, include Sugarloaf Mills, uh, Georgia Gwinnett College, and um, a, a stop near the uh, county government center. So mm. you'll have a lot of options in Lawrenceville where you can right. go. Yeah, and that that I believe that's near the courthouse, right? Where they do also do events outdoors uh, on the courthouse lawn. I believe in Lawrenceville every year. I know that there, yeah. there are things happening there as well. Yeah, they have a, a lot of uh, events going on there. They also have um, ceremonies there for things like Memorial Day, Memorial Day, right. and Veterans Day. And also going a little further out is Buford. Yeah, the Ball of Georgia is going to become a, a pretty big hub for Beaufort as far as transit goes if this referendum passes. Um, right now, you can get an express route to downtown Atlanta um, as, a, as a commuter right. um, and do a park and ride near the Mall of Georgia. But that's really all they have as far as public transportation right now. There's no local bus system that, that goes to Beaufort. And right. the Gwinnett's local buses right now are really centered around Norcross and Lawrenceville and a little bit of Wilburn and a little bit of Duluth. Right. Um, so in... in in Buford, you'll see a lot more access to the Mall of Georgia specifically, um, and some of downtown Buford as well right. through local bus routes. So, like within five years, you're going to be able to take a, a local bus route from Gwinnett Place Mall to the Mall of Georgia, right. and so your your shopping uh, options will greatly imp- increase once yeah. you get to, to Mall of Georgia. Yeah. Um, and then within five to ten years, there's going to be a rapid bus route from the Mall of Georgia to Infinite Energy Center and back. So you could get your shopping done ah. on one end and then go to a concert, you know, get a nice new outfit and uh, right. have a good night out. Um, and there's also going to be rapid bus that goes from Mall of Georgia to Lawrenceville to Snellville and back. So okay. you'll be able to cover, you know, wherever you need to go to or from in Gwinnett County. That's a pretty great route to have. Yeah. And and it's it also you said mentioned downtown Buford they'll be able to go there and they have like a lot of art uh, places there a lot of uh, art galleries and things like that in Buford 
So uh, that's a great option for that, too. Yeah, and it's another one of those great historic downtowns with a lot of uh, beautiful architecture, older buildings. And they also have a small um, music venue called 37 Main where they uh-huh. have a variety of um, – they have actually a lot of cover musicians, which right, is really fun. Right, tribute bands and things, yeah. yeah. And some local musicians as well. So um, it's a it's another fun thing to, to put on your to-do list. Right, and 37 Main, they actually – they do occasionally have, like, touring bands as well, some, some bands you might remember from way back and, <laughs> who are still touring and will come through there. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look out for. And uh, where else uh, could we go? Well, so those are all the big um, cities that, that will have a lot of different options. Right. Um, every every city in Gwinnett County will have some kind of option. Right. But the smaller ones, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, Grayson, Decula will have things yep. like a park and ride or a local bus route or what, what they're calling flex transit, which is you'll be able to actually, you know, uh, call a number and say, hey, I need to get from here to here. And as long as it's within the coverage area, which over 30 years will expand to most of the county, they can just take you there. Um, it's it's similar to Marta Mobility, uh, which is right. for people with disabilities, except Flex Transit is for anyone. Huh. Um, and they'll have a separate uh, paratrans- uh, paratransportation program, which will likely just grow into Marta Mobility since they have a partnership with Marta. Right, right. Yeah, cool. so even if you're, you know, out in a more rural part of the county or a place that does not have bus rapid transit or or a or a train connection, you'll still have some kind of access to transit. Um, but again, this is all pending on whether the referendum passes. And if it doesn't, they may run another referendum in the future or they could reevaluate what their options are with transit. Right. Um, but right now, everything is hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. It, it all hinges on it passing, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I had no, no idea that it was going to be that expansive that you could, you know, that it's going to basically cover all of Gwinnett, uh, that you can get so many other places, not just the the cities there that, that we all think of. Yeah, I uh, as part of my job covering Gwinnett, I went through that 167-page uh, <laughs> transit plan. It's very comprehensive. It yeah. kind of melted my brain over the course of, of the day reading it. But luckily, um, I translated it into plain English, and there's a few breakout stories of what it'll do to every city and then specific stories about uh, what you will get if you live in Lawrenceville, Duluth, Buford, Snellville, or Norcross. Yeah, yeah. What about Sugar Hill? Is that Sh- in there? Yeah, Sugar Hill is in there. They're getting a little bit. They're get they're definitely getting the flex transit, right? And I believe there's one bus route that will go through Sugar Hill. I don't have right. a map in front of me right now, uh, but right. but I know they'll be getting a little bit. Everyone, you know, everyone's getting something right. uh, in this in this uh, referendum if it passes. But the scale really just depends on the population density right. and um, the the need that the county has determined. Sure, yeah, it just made me think of because I I was mentioning the bowl at Sugar Hill to someone the other day and they're like oh what is that they didn't even know about it. it's a little outdoor amphitheater that they have in uh, sugar hill where they do concerts and other things yeah uh, when the weather's nice yeah they have a great summer concert series every year you know one of the um performers that comes to mind they have collective soul a year or two ago mm-hmm. so people you would recognize oh yeah. yeah yeah um you know their their transit options will be a little bit more limited than places like right. Buford or lawrenceville um but that's another place you know if you're out in Gwinnett, you you should check it out because it's it's a great venue to yeah. see some kind of bands you may have forgotten about, but once right. you hear their name, it just triggers yep. in the back of your mind. You're like, oh, <laughs> I know them. They're fun. Yeah, and the thing is about you know if this this referendum passes, it's like once they start doing this, 
you know, who knows, that may expand further down the road as well once they see, you know, how this works and if, it, if it's going well and everybody's happy with it, you know, maybe it will expand further. Yeah, the county is calling uh, their current plan a uh, financially constrained plan. So they had right. evaluated uh, further expansion of rail, for example, uh, to uh, the Gwinnett Place Mall because that's a really big um population hub you know right. even though the Gwinnett Place Mall isn't what it used to be a lot of people live around there there's right. a ton of businesses around there right so many um, restaurants have opened around that that general area it's like not far away yeah and so they've looked at the the option for that and and price was the big barrier mm. but if the referendum passes the plan that they have right now is just a starting point and the approval of the referendum would basically give Gwinnett County, the the go-ahead to implement the, the plan they have in place and then evaluate where they can go from here. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, this sounds great for, for the folks of Gwinnett and, uh, and for us, you know, in town who want to get to places in Gwinnett um, easily from all other parts of the metro area. Yeah, it, uh, it could open up a lot of... Um, a lot of more options for people who, you know, may want to, for example, go see a show on a, on a weeknight, but then think, oh, that traffic driving up yep. to Gwinnett from, from Atlanta <laughs> on a Wednesday, I, it might kill me. <laughs> yep. And anything you can do to avoid traffic in Atlanta is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Amanda. I really appreciate you uh, talking to us about this. Um, it sounds like it could be a really... Uh, uh, great thing for Gwinnett and, and great thing for us if, you know, for everyone around uh, around Atlanta, as far as getting to places anyway, um, you know, we always want more transportation options. Yeah, we'll see what happens on March 19th. It'll, it'll be a very interesting outcome either way. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for uh, joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. You'll find more than 250 of the country's most talented contemporary craft artists at Cobb Galleria Center Friday through Sunday, March 15th through the 17th, as the American Craft Council celebrates its 30th consecutive year in Atlanta. The American Craft Show is a selective juried event featuring one-of-a-kind items including jewelry, apparel, textiles, furniture, home decor, and more. Among the artists participating this year are several from Metro Atlanta, including Sandy Springs potter Judy Robkin and Tucker metalsmith Teresa St. Romain. You can read more about these artists at AJC.com. The American Craft Show is happening at the Cobb Galleria Center March 15th through the 17th. Tickets are $12 in advance and $13 at the door. Admission is $5 after 5 p.m. Friday only and free for ages 12 and younger. Find out more at craftcouncil.org Atlanta. At the recent Oscars ceremony, Free Solo won the award for Best Documentary Feature. It tells the story of Alex Honnold and his attempt to climb El Capitan, the 3,000-foot granite rock in Yosemite National Park. If you're looking for more cinematic experiences like that, the Banff Mountain Film Festival is a great place to start. The Touring Fest comes to Atlanta courtesy of Georgia Conservancy and Sports and Outdoor Outfitters, REI. The collection of adventure and environmental films comes to Georgia Tech's First Center for the Arts and the proceeds will go to support the Georgia Conservancy. Check out the Banff Mountain Film Festival at the First Center from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. on March 16th. Tickets are $22 or $32 for VIP tickets, which include priority seating. You'll find all the details at georgiaconservancy.org. 
Serenby Playhouse takes a theatrical journey to Virginia's Shenandoah Valley during the Civil War with the musical Shenandoah, starring American Idol winner Taylor Hicks and X Factor finalist Rachel Potter. Serenby Playhouse's outdoor productions make it the perfect company to tell the story of one family's struggle living through the Civil War among the rolling hills of Virginia. It's part Civil War reenactment with cannons, horses, and more than 100 soldiers, and part musical theater. It's an ambitious production that's sure to be a singular theatrical experience. See Taylor Hicks and Rachel Potter in Serenby Playhouse's production of Shenandoah, with a final preview on March 14th and opening night on Friday, March 15th. The show continues through April 7th at Serenby in Palmetto. Tickets are $35 to $70, and you'll find those along with directions to the site of the production at serenbyplayhouse.com. Fresh from winning the Grammy for Album of the Year for Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves returns to Atlanta to play two nights headlining the Tabernacle. The show has actually been sold out for a while, which comes as no surprise, but if you're willing to shell out the big bucks, you might still be able to score a ticket. Musgraves is nominally a country artist, but Golden Hour transcended genre. And really, it's just a brilliant pop album. And there's nothing wrong with that. Casey Musgraves is at Tabernacle Friday and Saturday, March 22nd and 23rd. Standard admission tickets are sold out, but you can likely find tickets from online resellers if you're willing to pay a premium. For more info on the show, go to tabernacleatl.com. For more on Casey Musgraves, check out caseymusgraves.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith, podcast edited by Ryan Horn, music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin, and I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.